everyone. Thank you for being here. You're listening to Your Photography Podcast. I'll be your host, Adam Phillips. I'm an active lifestyle and commercial business photographer and videographer with over 16 years of experience. And while I may have a good knowledge base for creating images and video, everyone has a unique perspective on creating still emotion pictures and the do's and don'ts of operating a business. That's why I created Your Photography Podcast, so that we can make a space for learning and growing a community. Whether you're just starting to find your eye in photography or you are a seasoned professional, there will always be something here for you. Hey everyone, I have Maddie here, Maddie Clark, and I just wanted to welcome her onto the podcast, but also I'm just going to let her introduce herself and tell you how she got into photography and and yeah, and the type of content that she likes to capture. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. I started when I was little. I couldn't tell you exactly when that was. I've always had a disposable camera and I was doing that ever since at least like five or six years old. I got my first little digital camera at like 10 or 11 for Christmas started taking classes in high school, film photography, and kind of just kind of just snowballed from there. I did yearbook, <laughs> all the fun things that you kind of just like start out doing, just taking photos of like your friends and everything. I started doing some your photos and then family portraits. I stopped for a bit and went to college for psychology and just kept photography as just like a little hobby. I thought I was going to make a career out of it, but I never really did that right after high school. But it kind of circled back in 2018 when I got a dog who I just loved photographing and she was just so much fun to follow around. And, you know, social media kind of started blowing up from there. So I was posting her on social media and it kind of got me back into documenting everything again. And it's kind of just been taken off from there but yeah that kind of summarizes how I got into photography a little bit nice I like that what is I feel like from what I've seen that you do a lot of wildlife type stuff or maybe that just happens to be because that's the people that you are surrounding yourself with or maybe there's a little bit of both anyway yeah so it, the wildlife stuff started like I mean I was taking photos of animals forever. Like I was at the zoo and the aquarium and the Avery taking photos of animals back then, but I just became a little bit more serious about it in the past year or two. I mean, I've been taking photos, like I said, of my dog and I really was kind of more drawn to animals at that point. I was kind of done taking pictures of people and doing like the portrait and the wedding kind of style of stuff. And I've been focusing more like on wildlife and landscape that's kind of come the most like natural to me. And I got a camera last year that, I mean, I had, I had the same camera for almost 10 years. That was just probably $400. And then finally I made the jump and got the Nikon Z9 last year. And it's just, it's been such a game changer in the way that you can photograph animals with those types of cameras now. It's just, it's taking my hobby to a whole new level with that. Yeah, that's awesome. That is way cool. That's that was probably a huge jump then from the camera that you had to the Z9. Did you yep. did you experience any like challenges in the learning curve of that or was it just super fun? 
Slightly, but not really. I mean, I've used a, a Nikon since day one, and going from DSLR to mirrorless was pretty easy. Um, it was only better. <laughs> Basically, you don't have to like work as hard as trying to figure out, you know, looking at your screen and making sure all the lighting is right when you're shooting in manual, and your camera just kind of shows you exactly what it's going to be taking a photo off. So that's kind of nice. It's a learning curve, but in like the best way possible. I don't think there was like really a setback in switching to mirrorless. So yeah, it was good. Nice. <laughs> With that being said, I know we kind of previously talked earlier and I asked you if this was something you were doing full time, which you said you weren't, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Really, I wanted to just kind of ask you about maybe like some of the work that you've done that surrounds photography and and how you got some of that or how you fell into it or however. Yeah. 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 So it, like I said, I started an Instagram page for my dog. I, <laughs> I had one of those going and her account took off on Reddit and it, it blew up. I think I gained in about 6,000 followers in one day from this one post that someone randomly stole from my page and took it over to Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> and then brand like dog brands started reaching out to me and saying like, Hey, can we give you like this free stuff? Like, will you shoot with it with like your dog and everything? And we really like your photography. So that was really cool kind of going right into that. And then it kind of turned into doing a lot of, you know, like free shoots and, you know, to exchange for product and everything, but brands would start like offering you payment and stuff. And that was really cool. And they'd just be like, Hey, like, can we have like four or five photos? Like, licensing and everything with all that stuff that's like as far as what I still currently do now is I work with brands and I take basically lifestyle product images for them just kind of either with my dog or I'm trying to kind of pivot out of that so it's not all based around (laughs) my dog (laughs) and just kind of more just make it like a uh, showcasing, you know, kind of what I do. And a lot of it is outdoors. A lot of it is travel. A lot of it is camping and like anything to kind of be in those categories. Like if a brand fits into those categories, like I'm more than happy to work with them and do like projects for them. And it's a lot of fun. Very cool. Like that, that's cool. That's nice yeah. when like, you're like, Oh, I need dog treats. And then you don't maybe <laughs> need dog treats <laughs> yeah the amount of times i've been offered treats it's it's definitely a thing <laughs> yeah that's awesome so you said you kind of started out with like a disposable how mm-hmm. how many years ish has it been then since like since like i had like a disposable or like a film yeah camera? or since you like like kind of grasped a little bit of photography and just like hung on to it yeah at least since I probably like my sophomore year in high school. So, I mean, that's going on like 15 years. And like I said, like I was taking photos of friends. We, I did senior photos, went right into like family portraits and then just kind of like held on to it. But it was more of just like building a personal portfolio, just, you know, like little jobs here and there. I was going to school, had a full time job and just kept photography on the side. And then, yeah, 2018, it was like taking photos of my dog, posting on Instagram, like doing all those things. That was when I took it a lot more serious as far as like, this is, I want to, I want to get paid. I want this as my job. So yeah, like 2018 is when I really was like, yeah, we're going to start getting paid a lot more money for this. So yeah, it's been fun. 
That's cool. What has been probably some of your most recent work or project that you worked on or favorite project? Uh, I mean, yeah, the wildlife is like a big thing for me right now, mainly because it is really pushing me in places I haven't really explored too much. You're sitting for a long time. You're scouting animals. You're out in nature. And like that's, I've always done that, but you have to be ready to be disappointed if you don't get the shots that you want <laughs> and yeah. you just kind of have to go in with a whole other expectation. And then also you shoot very differently. Um, so that's kind of been like my, where I've been wanting to really dive deep into learning more about photography is just going into that whole new side of it, doing wildlife. And it's fun. Like I already do that stuff anyway. So I'm like, might as well take my camera with me. <laughs> and I, it's it's been fun to do that so yeah yeah oh that's awesome you mentioned recently on an instagram story about your using photo mechanic do you want to you want yeah do you want to like you're like where are you going with this (laughs) do you want to like maybe share how that has maybe been a little bit of a game changer for you or how that's helped your workflow at all because I know there's a few people probably listening that don't use photo mechanic right yeah so I thought the only program that I needed was to just upload my photos into Lightroom edit and be done sometimes Photoshop but I really just thought that would be the fastest way to get all my photos done and then I started realizing that I was uploading every single photo that I took, not using all of them for like a a gallery, but all those photos were being stored in like Lightroom and it was slowing down my Lightroom on my desktop so quickly. And I would go through each image and it would like have to load for a second. And then I'd be like, I don't want that one, go to the next one. And I couldn't tell if like things were in focus or not. So I was, I can't remember, it was, I think it was just like a reel on, on Instagram that I saw and they just, you know, mentioned photo mechanic and how, how fast and quick it was. So I downloaded it and I can't remember the price for it, but it's surprisingly cheap for what it does. And it's just like a one-time purchase. It's, it's under a hundred dollars. I can't remember. Basically now that I take a lot more photos, like shooting wildlife, you're holding on that shutter and just praying that you're getting something. (laughs) So when I'm shooting now a thousand to 2000 photos, that gives me a headache thinking that I'm just going to put that all into Lightroom. Like that would take me forever. But now that I am going and just uh, uh, opening up photo mechanic and then putting in all the photos in there and how fast it is, and it's not storing them. It's just like showing them and you can quickly go through, see if the photos are, in focus or not, and, you know, just select the ones that you actually want to do something with them, select, tag them, and then move them all into Lightroom. So then I just have the photos that I know I'm going to edit and use, and then put those into Lightroom versus keeping my whole entire stack from my memory card. So that's kind of like the watered down version on like why I'm just like, oh my gosh, photo mechanic, you're amazing because I can do so many more photos and get through a whole bunch and not bog up my Lightroom. Nice. I like it a lot. <laughs> Praise it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, yeah. Yeah. When I, I haven't heard it been used for a while or heard people talking about it for a while. And I think mainly for myself, just because I haven't been in like that sports photographer 
side of things for a while. But for anyone listening, Photo Mechanic makes editing so much easier. And I don't know if you're doing this yet, Maddie, but if you rate the images in camera, then you can turn around and then use Photo Mechanic to find your selects, the ones that you rated in camera, and then just quickly, like once you put it into Photo Mechanic, it will load them all within a minute, like 2,000 images within a minute, and then literally just tell it to select the ones that are rated. You grab those and drag them into Lightroom. That's and even then quick, yeah, quicker. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And the reason I say that is is when I was shooting for the university in Alaska, they would have me put, they wanted me to get the 20 best images of the night on the website within five minutes of the game edit, ending. Now, I don't know that I ever like made it to that five minute mark, but I was probably within 20 to 30 minutes because of photo mechanic. And I would rate the images between like your, like the halftime or between periods, whether depending on if it's hockey or, or basketball or volleyball, between the periods or the halftime or timeouts, I would like move, you know, if I wasn't trying to still capture a candid moment of the team, like on the sideline, I would try and rate the last bits of images that I took because I knew I had a banger in there somewhere. But that's genius. <laughs> there's also, I mean, and I don't want to spend too long on this, but like there's also some other really cool things within it, especially like you hear a lot of sports photographers using photo mechanic. And I think this is just why I haven't really used it a ton since. But if you have a team that you shoot on a regular basis, you can make it so that you can change the file name of the photos to be that player's name. And you can go through and select like you're like, oh, I, I know that this jersey number 23. So you would put in you can make like a code and do all sorts of crazy things. But basically for men's basketball, UAA, I would make the code UAA men's basketball MBB. And then I would put like the players number 21. And all I would have to do is select those images and I'd put in that code and it would be easy because I could see like I had one image that was that actually had his jersey number. So I would put UAA MBB 23 and then I would hit that and it would basically give me it would change the file name to his name, whoever that player was. And then it would it would number those images in the day. It was like it was super streamlined because when it uploaded it to the website, it wanted it to have the the player's name under or associated with the image. So. Yeah. I feel like there's so many things you can do within photo mechanic. There's like, and it's so, I feel like it's straightforward. It's so nice as far as like, you can use it to just tag and export. Or like you said, you can have it create files, color code, separate into its own files and rename. It can do those things, which is really cool. And like I said, I don't remember it being that expensive no. and definitely like worth the investment. I love that. Yeah, anyone listening, Photo Mechanic is awesome. If you're not organizing your photos without it, try it out. I don't know. I think there's a trial version even. Yeah. So you've got a little bit of a taste of like the photography industry, would you say? Maybe? Yeah. If there's anything that you would change, what would that be? Oh, then the photography industry. Um, yeah. Like I said, I went through like my rounds of if you're on social media and someone wants to hire you, 
you really have to like push for like your worth as a photographer. Yeah. And so sometimes that can be a little tricky with being like, Hey, this isn't just me going like I, I've had someone straight up tell me, well, you're out there taking photos anyway. Like, can you just like take a photo for us? And I was just like, no, like I'd much rather be like hired and like get, get paid <laughs> to, to um, shoot images that you're going to be using for marketing and making money off my photos. <laughs> so Um, I've had to explain that to brands a few times. So maybe like that, just because it's become a lot more popular with more and more people are becoming photographers, more and more people are being hired out by other people. Um, and just really sticking to being like, this is how much I charge knowing that you are a professional and you spent money on education, your gear, like all those things go into play versus being like, Oh, this is really cool that this person wants to showcase like whatever photo that I took. So I I think that might be like part of it. That'll be my answer for that question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. And I completely agree with that because I think, yeah, I just agree with that. Like there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, you can just take a photo. Like it didn't take that much work for you. And it's like, well, like in the moment, no, but if you want to take into the factor that the camera was $6,000 and it took me three years to ever like find myself making enough money with my older camera to like make that purchase or the time it, you know, that I have invested to know how to take the right picture that you're wanting. So exactly. Yeah, for sure. Favorite thing to photograph. So I know you've been doing a lot of stuff with wildlife and your dog and stuff, but maybe you have something that, you don't show that. Uh, no, I mean, that's that's it. Like I said, I've caught the wildlife bug as of right now. That one's, that one's fun within that category. Just like, I don't know. I like all the Utah animals. <laughs> so I'm just like, anything I can find, I get, I get so stoked about. Like, honestly, I see a little bird on a perch and I'm like, I, I want to photograph that thing. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> fun when you've got the, the right equipment just to take photos of whatever. Also, along with that, I, I love landscape. I wouldn't say like I am an expert by no means of like sh- being able to set up a tripod and like wait for the right lighting and do all the landscape stuff. But I, I think Utah is so beautiful where I will take just a f- like photos of the landscapes like anywhere that I go. It's almost a tie between landscape and wildlife right now but right now i'm on i'm on the wildlife kick so any any animals i can find in utah it's been a lot of fun nice do you have a favorite animal oh (laughs) yeah this this, (laughs) i mean like to, to photograph right like yeah last year was the first time i ever saw a bear in the wild and my photos weren't great but I still love those images. And so I want to say like photographing a bear, that's kind of going to be like my goal now is just to get some good photos of bears just because I've I've always, I'm obsessed with bears. But <laughs> it's funny because I've only ever seen them in the zoo or on TV. But seeing one in the wild for the first time was like the most magical experience. And I didn't even care that I didn't get good images. Like they're my images and I love them. I don't even really, I haven't even shared those ones on social media because I'm like, eh, they're okay. Yeah. But so that's kind of like my thing right now. Like I don't even want to say, like that's not my favorite thing to photograph because I haven't photographed it yet, but that's the thing I'm going for. Nice. No, I like that. That's cool. I guess this kind of wraps up the episode a bit, but this 
this last question. Tips for people starting out or wanting to get into photography. Okay, I get asked this a lot. So I always tell people, because, you know, like Christmas just was a few months ago and a lot of my friends got cameras for the first time. And they're like, I know nothing about a camera. But they see on social media and they see all these reels about manual and like how to set up your camera like on a manual setting. My biggest tip that I tell people is shoot in auto, like get down, like actually taking a photo and liking what you see before you hop into manual. Like I, I tell that to people because I have people also who are like, I don't understand manual. I don't understand this. Like, this is so frustrating. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure, like I said, like I shot in auto and didn't, I didn't even think about it because I was just me and my camera and I just liked good images. So I just shot in auto mode all the time. And then I learned manual later because that's like kind of when the creativity comes out. But I think there's like this crazy pressure for people to learn manual right off the bat. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Like it's, I don't, I don't understand it too much other than you do get awesome images, but that's not the first thing that I would suggest to a new photographer watch YouTube videos with like your camera in your hand, play around with it. Like I'm very much a person who's like, okay, I'm going to go through every single setting and kind of like figure out what my camera does. Um, and I do this with, with my friends' cameras who, you know, shoot with different brands so that I know what's going on, but just like getting to know your camera so that when you're in the moment, you can just take the photo and like be happy about it versus wishing you knew that you knew how your camera works. So you have to kind of just put in some sit at home by a computer with your camera before you go out and shoot. You can definitely do it both ways, but sometimes you'll be sad that you didn't take a minute to actually like learn what your camera does before, you know, going on your next trip. Don't compare yourself to anyone that will suck the joy right out of photography in two seconds. (laughs) Um, Find your own style to start. Like I, told people like I just told some of my friends I'm like take five images a day like I don't care what you're doing just like take five photos and you know you'll you'll find very quickly your style and how you like to shoot you'll start noticing lighting a lot more those are my tips (laughs) for a new beginner photographer (laughs) oh I love that that's great and I agree with you on the auto thing like shoot in auto first like learn composition learn framing get low, get high, change, change. Yeah. Change your perspective and, and learn that, that first, I think. And I think even before, like you were saying before going into manual, like just something that I was just thinking about, but they have like a lot of cameras nowadays have like, I want to call it a micro auto. I don't know. (laughs) It's not called micro auto. I just made that up just so that everyone is clear. But uh, like your aperture priority mode or shutter priority mode. Like there's there's things that let you manipulate the camera. Just one one thing that you're focusing on manipulating, and then it basically does everything else automatically for you. Yeah, yeah. Learning your what shutter is, what aperture is, all the things that kind of go into manual. Like breaking that down first before you just try to manage all three settings. Like it's it's a whole thing. So yeah. Yeah. Where can people find your work? And we'll have these in the show notes, but perfect. Okay. So my photography Instagram page is maddyk.photography. And my website, which I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to merge a few things together is 
embarkwithember.com. It's that's my handle for my dog's account. But that's that's yeah. where like my portfolio is. That's where like my work is. And I'm mainly on Instagram when it comes to how people can find me. So yeah. Perfect. Thanks for being on here, Maddie. Appreciate it. Yeah, I've, it's been awesome. Thank you so much, Adam. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get out and shoot sometime. Of course. Yeah, I'm I'm all about meeting up with photographers and going out and shooting. It's a lot of fun. It's fun to be around the same people who do the same things as you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Big thank you to everyone that's made it this far into the episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and being a listener. Uh, if you have not yet rated us on Apple Podcasts, that helps us out a megaton. Like it's it's the big it's the big thing that helps make our channel this podcast rank and grow. Basically, it helps me <laughs> to be able to do more of these. Um, again, thank you guys so much for being here. If you haven't yet subscribed, so you get notified with every weekly episode, every Wednesday, every morning. We would love it if you would subscribe. Um, Again, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks. Thanks.